so my concert experience was looking at the venue and uh, seeing a sign that said, sorry, but the, uh, that the performance will not be happening today. I love a good sad song. They actually make me happy, which is really weird. So you want to take a picture of us taking the piss? Come on then, let's go. <laughs> Hey, 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 everyone at 4G Shore. It's me, your boy Egg, here with another episode with my co-hosts. Hey, it's Matt. And me, Ragnar. Very sadly, Colin won't be joining us for this episode, but we'll hopefully be seeing him soon enough. Uh, And also be having some special guests, I believe, in the next episode, but we'll get to that later on. (laughs) Today, as you would have seen in our title, we are going over the subject of music, music, make the people come together, yeah. Madonna, don't come I was going to do music takes you round and round and round. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's on. Oh, maybe I should have brought my guitar to this. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have a copyright. <laughs> no, because um, it's a. Uh, I'll play one of my own song guys. Madonna's definitely how... <laughs> coming for you. She's gonna snatch no. our weave. <laughs> no, my singing is not nearly good enough. This is my real hair. No, I know. But, uh, you know when you put on a wig. <laughs> now we were thinking about starting off by going over what is music. Where did music come from? Who is music? Who is she? Why is she so popular? And um, so many more questions that lead on from that. But I think we're going to start off by going over, like, not necessarily our favourite song, but, like, some of the stuff that we absolutely bopped to just originally back in the OG days in our teenage years when we were like, oh, this is the music that we are going to listen to forever and ever. I think for myself... Um, I was brought up on uh, 80s, 90s music, you know, because mm. um, obviously I'm an 80s kid. Everybody knows this. Oh. You know. Mm-hmm. And God, I'm the oldest one of the group since Colin's not here today, aren't I? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're in Charmed. It's all right. Like Prue's left, so I'm, now everybody's shifted up the pecking I'm order. the second but, oldest. No, basically, oh. I've, like, I was... Uh, my dad always used to listen to stuff like Def Leppard, um, Tyre Sweet. Wilcox, um, the Guns N' Roses, you know, like all of that sort of stuff. And I think occasionally if... Uh, um, Aerosmith and Iron Maiden and like you know like the the eighties rock music that we had at the time, mm. um, and I think that just affected us growing up because I went from that to listening to um, stuff like MC Hammer, you know, God. you know, Run DMC, you know, uh, like all the other like bits and pieces, you know, I mean it, that that was going on through the years, <laughs> mm. um. And then it was like, at some point, I think, I started getting into like heavy metal music, like rock music, like stuff like Cradle of Filth, you know, Slayer, uh, Megadeth, you know, like the heavy, grungy, like scream, grrr kind of music. (laughs) I don't have a clue who any of those are. No, yeah. They were were like really like big bands at the time. I mean, you'll have heard of Metallica. Oh yeah. Oh honey, yeah. Everybody's heard of Metallica. You've heard of ACDC. Oh. Yeah. You know, Led Zeppelin. I was more oh. of a paramore kind of person. Oh god, that was like <laughs> early early two thousands, that stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. Paramore. I still love Paramore to this day. Hmm. I probably need to get into more Paramore. 
And Paramore, yeah. I mean, it, it did. Uh, uh, she did some alright stuff. Um, she did. But then, like bands do, though, they do really great, and then all of a sudden they decide to change the style, and it's like you never hear or see from them again because of that particular album they brought out. Have you noticed that? Mm. Yeah, but she's not. Hayley Williams hasn't really changed much. She's still like the same kind of vibe, really, that she was. Just well, no, because uh, Misery Business that she did. Oh, love that song. No, you know what I mean. That was say like, kind of like a boppy, like a emo kind of style music, you know. Mm. But then she changed it to like I think it was Decay for the Twilight movies. Yeah, she's also done a. If you remember the song Pressure from Paramore, that's also yeah. in a Sims game. <laughs> Obviously, it's in Simlish, but you can 100% uh, tell it's the same song. The friggin' it's in, Sims. It's in Simlish. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like The Sims 3 that brought up a bunch of uh, bunch of pop songs. I don't know if it's in 4, actually. It might be. I used to play a Sims. Because uh, Katy Perry famously like loves The Sims, so she was overjoyed when she was asked to... Uh, to sing Friday Night but in Simlish yes and they also made a pack for The Sims 3 about mm. Katy Perry which uh, yeah no one talks about yeah. anymore nah. <laughs> uh, in the same way that we talk less about Katy Perry in general I love Katy Perry Katy Perry we love you I'm sorry I probably need to sl- uh, listen to more of your songs because I see her as like it's kind of like mm, she's all about big jivey numbers but she does so many uh, so many uh, sad songs as well, so I've heard. Oh, ones that get you in the feels. I love a good sad song. They actually make me happy, which is really weird. Nah, because it, it kind of allows you to process the things that you're going through as well. It's like the entire world is agreeing with you. Otherwise, if you're just like... It's like when I go out and everything's sunshiny and I'm like... Bleh. But when you go out and it's a little bit miserable and there's like a little bit of rain... I just always, I have a little bit more of a spring in my steps. It's like, you know what? The rest of the world isn't shining as brightly as me at the moment. <laughs> yeah. In comparison, the sunshine is coming from within. See, coming out of his ass. <laughs> oh, if yeah. it was uh, sunny, because I used to, uh, when I was, um, obviously, I wasn't at home at this point. I was actually in care. Um, but I used to have a, like, a, a stereo on uh, my bedside uh, a table. So, like, if I woke up in the morning, if the sun was shining, obviously I would have my window open. Unfortunately, I couldn't open it all the way because I had this metal bar to prevent you from trying to escape. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, cares like being in prison. <laughs> well, probably. But um, I ha- if the sun was shining and all that, I used to open the window because obviously a nice warm breeze and stuff like that. Uh, the angle of the building was on, you would actually get a really nice breeze. Um, and I always used to play Van Halen Jump. On a on like a like nice sunny day, but if it was doom and gloom, I used to put a Slayer on. <laughs> Heavy metal, like like grungy metal. I was like, yeah, this is the mood I am in today. Right, fuck you all. <laughs> oh yeah, for me back in the day, I was like, I, I was raised on Kylie Minogue. <laughs> I, I was so kind of lucky, 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 oh, yeah. lucky. Oh, but for me, it was uh, I'm. Spinning around oh, yes, we all, alongside we a, a good little bit of it's in your eyes. Uh, and then, of course, absolutely up there, can't get you out of my head. <laughs> that, that one really is just the biggest. I, I remember just being a teeny little, tiny little lad, just watching the music video to that whenever, whenever it would pop up on uh, MTV and what have you. 
and like just going wow this is this is woman <laughs> wait uh, uh, i mean was, mm. I, I i knew kylie minogue before she was actually a singer not like personally knew her but like i, I knew of say. her sorry before that because... why haven't we had her as a guest my goodness ragnar you're holding out on us yeah, yeah it sorry is. it was it was a secret one uh <gasps> it'll be in like the 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 final season of like secret guests <laughs> oh my god just suddenly we have all of these big australian celebrities coming over have courtney act <laughs> like i, I knew of kylie minogue before that because she was actually an actress in a tv series an australian hey. show called neighbors Oh yeah, everyone oh, knows. I was yeah. gonna say everyone knows neighbors and that she was in it. Mm. Yeah, her and Jason Donathan. So was uh, oh, what was the guy that went, sung the so, sung the song called Kiss? Holly, <sighs> is it Holly Valance? That's it. She was in that too. Not yeah. Prince. Okay. No, it was Holly Valance. Um, she was all. Uh, was she in Neighbors? I'm sure she was. Let me just check. Oh yes, yes, she was because she was part of the Scully family. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I thought everyone yep, yep. in Australia was on Neighbours, like everyone's been on Coronation Street over here. It's it, it's weird. I mean, even mm. some of the actors that were uh, sorry actresses were in um, Home and Away as well. Uh, yeah, but Kylie's then, not only been in that; she's uh, she was in that movie uh, San Andreas as well. She was also she was also in an episode of Doctor Who as well. I was immediately thinking about that when they have the Titanic, <laughs> but it's in space. Oh, yeah. that makes that one makes me cry. And the oh. episode where she was actually on the space Titanic. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Titanic that one. seventeen. And that oh. was uh, during the Matt Smith series. Hmm. <gasps> what I I could have sworn that was David Tennant. I like David Tennant as the Doctor. Ah, uh, oh, such a tight rear. Um, but we're getting off the topic <laughs> of uh, music a little bit. <laughs> oh, can't even But it is weird Robbie how Williams. like like actresses or actors go from that to like a singing career, or they just decide that you know I've done a singing career, but now I've turned actor. You know, it's 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 weird. I feel like whenever it's um they start off in the singing career and then they dip their toe into acting, it's usually like a one-off. Like Rihanna appeared in Battleship once, and then like appeared in a I believe a non-speaking role in <clears throat> the Valerian. I believe. Yeah, but she was also in is it Oceans? For what's the new Oceans? Uh, Oceans ten. Is it ten or is it? Because they go down, don't they? It's a countdown. Let me check my destiny. But yeah, uh, but when uh, what kind of like uh, exception to that is Lady Gaga? But she was already kind of in the theater, the theater. She was already like a trained actress before she became a singer. So her kind of like getting her acting chops around a star is born. Well, while you and, were just uh, say talking about sense. that, I have just con- uh, consulted my desk and you were right. It was actually David Tennant. So I do apologize for that. Bow down, so bow good. Down. I, yeah, it's just um, I I have this visceral knowledge of like, no, it's te- that's Tennant, because <laughs> there was a there was the correct level of sexual energy in the Titanic episode, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Smith is much more like youthful, and he jives around, but the Titanic episode got a little bit serious. Geronimo and uh, <laughs> Matt Matt Smith, like his stories weren't that serious usually. So it was Ocean's Eight that she was in. Mm. That was really good, actually. Oh yeah. Oh wait, who was so, this? Rihanna. 
Yay. So what was say the first ever music that you can recall uh, well, listening to? My nan and granddad used to listen to like Frank Sinatra. Ooh, Frank kind of the, Yeah, and oh what's the other one called? Uh, like mostly opera singers and you know, the odds. Who? Was Frankie a, an opera singer? I think he was. Was it like, I was just about to say, was that style of music back then, like Frankie Blue Eyes, Elvis Presley, and stuff like that? Was that actually class as opera, or was that actually class as just singing? I don't think that Elvis was. was uh, opera. <laughs> it's not opera because they're not using operatic techniques. Well, because just, uh, Frankie was always now the time is near kind of thing you know what I mean but opera would have been no the time is near why did you go into a Russian accent (laughs) because that's what they do sorry sorry that wasn't Russian it was Austrian (laughs) yeah thereabouts that's the thing opera is always it's all about these pure vowels so that you can create the greatest level of vocalization and uh, even using squealo techniques for like higher notes and all that no what he was doing is just using a very rounded voice and like a nice low jaw and uh, open pharynx to create a nice open but also chocolatey baritone sound. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was jazz. That's what it was. Oh, I love jazz. Ja- right, right, yeah. Uh, blues, yes. Jazz can get a little bit... Oh. I love a good saxophone. <laughs> as long as I can play it decent and well, then... I like it. I, I, I took that a completely different uh, context there. I do apologise. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have to apologise for anything quite just yet. No. I like a good saxophone. Say, oh, really? <laughs> what? Blow, uh, what does that mean? Blow my trombone. <laughs> oh, Shami, introduce me to your reed. I don't know. Oh, it's a bit. Uh, for me, though. Jazz is okay as long as it's nice and slow and what's kind of known as cool jazz. But when jazz gets a little bit hot, where you get a little bit complex and uh, we break into a 5-4 time signature, it's just mm. like, man, my heart can't take it. <laughs> jazz can get the very New, spicy. New Orleans uh, jazz, like that kind of thing. <gasps> yeah, soul. Yeah. It's very much just That's like... That's the kind of jazz I'm into. Oh. But I like a song that you know gives you the feels, but you know you can the words they mean more to you you know you can oh what's the word Amy Winehouse kind of thing oh, relate no, with that's it no. they're relatable you know when you you listen to a song and it's got words that you can relate, relate to. to yeah yeah that's the kind of music I like you know to the Amy Winehouse oh no she's uh, like oh I mean been there, done some that. of her stuff was okay but you know I mean I don't get it was wrong she did good stuff and she was very successful at the time you know uh, mm. It's just uh, unfortunate, like how she ended her career. To be honest, you know. Well, her as a person is kind of like it can kind of be divorced from her art form, just because you know don't necessarily like Amy Winehouse as a person doesn't mean you can't massively be appreciative of her. Music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched a documentary about it. Um, I also watched. Um, Oh, what was his name? Jeremy Kyle, because um, the guy that she was dating at the time came on the show and actually explained about say, what actually happened before she uh, fortunately passed. Sorry, unfortunately passed away. Mm. You know, and it went into like details like where she was like all over the place with drugs and alcohol and that, and then she came off it and went cold turkey, and then uh, they had an argument and they bust up and stuff like that, and then she was back on the drugs and then back off again, you know, and it was like 
it was a massive like a heartache to listen to but at the end of the day I think I don't think it's the music that does it to you I think it's the fame that does it to you yeah it goes to your head and then it's like you've probably got the paparazzi that don't help the situation putting pressure on you um, it's having every single move of yours kind of just being watched yeah. and easy. It's like being in the Big Brother house. Oh, if, yeah. it, if it was like the Big Brother house, right, I would totally grab a hold of a paparazzi and have them follow me around until they got sick of me. Say, do you want to take a picture of us taking a piss? Come on then, let's go. <laughs> You'd eventually get bored. That is the issue. You know what I mean? Because everyone, everyone's social batteries can only really go on for so long. I think that's yeah. the majority. They turn to the drink and drugs, and I think that's why. Because all the, the numbing, yeah, the pressure and like being known. Because uh, the press can spin stories, you know, say that you're one thing, but you're actually a really nice person. Being hmm. like a famous, uh, like, uh, are they actually classed as artists, like singer artists, or is it just uh, singer songwriters? Yeah. Like, songwriters, or wait, hmm. songwriters is actually different though because songwriters True. write the music and sell them on other people to a degree, but. As an artist, wouldn't they be mm. like the the performers as well? You know, like the like obviously the singer, like Katy Perry, for instance. Does she write yeah. her own stuff, or does somebody else give her the the stuff to uh, to sing, and she just goes along with it? Or, you know, mm. is she actually a songwriter slash uh, singer herself? There's a there's a there's a lot kind of going on behind the scenes, and you can I mean it's all credited when you look mm. when you properly like. Uh, <laughs> have a look through the actual history of the song on your favourite um, encyclopedia uh, that is online and available for public access. Mm. Uh, so it, it is definitely all listed out, but it does vary from song to song. And some albums especially, uh, they can just be like pretty much entirely filled to the brim with songs written by Sia, <laughs> for example. Yeah, or, I, uh, I enjoy Sia, you know, sitting listening down to her every um, now and then. I'm sure Sia wrote a song and then Rihanna sung it. Yeah, Diamonds. She, yeah. She's infamous. Sia's infamous for, like, writing a lot of friggin' massive bops that, like, nobody realises. Yeah, because her voice is unique in it, so, you know, the only songs... Yeah, she almost sounds like she's Jamaican when she goes on half of the time. Mm. Yeah, you know like I mean? when I heard Diamonds for the first time, I was convinced it was Rihanna. But she's been, she has been singing like that, like since before Rihanna was big. I didn't <laughs> even, to, to be honest, still to this day, I don't even know what she actually looks like. What's Sia? Yeah. Famously. She's an older woman. She's like, I don't huh. know how old she is, but you can, when she takes back the big hair, the wig, whatever it is. Mm. You can see it. Like part of that is kind of like she specifically wanted to not be in the public eye as much, so yeah. that's why she does perform Do you in wigs know and all of that. The last that actually does the the dancing for the videos. Uh, Maddie Ziegler, uh, yeah, she's from you, Dance Moms. Do you know uh, Sia's actually her godmother? Really? Yeah. Oh, that makes things easier. It was <laughs> mentioned. It was mentioned on um, oh, one of like those American talk shows. That fucking what's his name? The funny, the funny one. Oh. Um, loads of them are funny boys. Is it one of the? Is it the British one? Is it one of the Jimmies? I think it's one of the Jimmies. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, Probably Fallon. I, I'm gonna have to have a look. 
Dusk, Dusk, Demon. But yeah, I see a yeah, Jimmy Fallon by Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and Jimmy Fallon, he's, he, he's hilarious. <laughs> mm. But um, he was at, he had a, uh, the, the last on as a, a guest on his show, and, that, and uh, they got talking about like how like close she is to Sia. And it turns mm. out that she'd mentioned during that interview that uh, she is actually um, her godmother. Yeah. And My I was goodness. like, oh, God, that's actually really cool. You know, I've been really close on that. And apparently, yeah, Sia's actually, like, really nice and, like, does things for other people as well, you know? It's just, like, like a very charitable person and stuff like that. Mm. So I, I guess like, that's oh, why she that. hides, like, her stage hides presence. Hides out the way, yeah. Because yeah. she famously kind of... Uh, so a lot of musicians uh, eventually kind of end their careers mm-hmm. by going down into a spiral. With Sia, she, like... She before she was as big as she is right now, before uh, Titanium, before Chandelier, mm. she was already deep in that spiral. So a lot of her lyrical content is talking about all that kind of stuff. About I mean, Chandelier itself—it's her being a party girl and just being completely absorbed by the nightlife and never having a moment to herself do you know what it is out of all of our songs i think there's only a couple of them that are actually uh that really stick out to me titanium i'm not really a big fan of chandelier though yeah. uh elastic heart and oh uh, yes um uh, invincible i think it's called i like how she's got a new one isn't she she's, she's always know. coming out with new stuff i mean for me like um was it This Is Acting, where she wrote a bunch of songs for other people, but nobody wanted to pick them up, so she just released them all as an album and sang them herself. <laughs> uh, and it was, uh, God, it was Reaper. That's one of my favourites. It's, uh, it's good. It's I might actually have to like, re-download them again and listen to them, you know, on uh, you know, the, 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 the legal platform. <laughs> what i do is i just uh i watch reviews on youtube because then they just get like little snippets of them and then it's 20 minutes and you're able you're able to get an idea of like certain songs of an album yeah i do that too that would be an hour and a half uh yeah. shout out to aj love you gal <laughs> oh i like aj she's pretty, she's so funny <gasps> she's so iconic and she did say that london ray should have won should have won album of the year last year so mm. we have an understanding so Right, I'm back on topic again because we're like swearing, like they're talking about actresses and singers and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's the this last bit has all been fine. My question to you guys is: What was your first album you bought? Your first, not what your parents or family member bought you, or anything like that. What you personally bought yourself? Can I say something bad? Let us guess. You've never bought one. Never bought an album at all. <laughs> at all I like my I was dude. gifted a Gorillaz CD mine? I can honestly say over the years right growing up I didn't actually buy my first album until I was about uh, 18 hmm. no 17 sorry and it was actually Iron Maiden Seventh Son of the Seventh Son that was the name of the album and it was from a local corner shop and every week he would have CDs on this rack and he would sell them for about two three pound each but if it was recent like a like a new in store at that point it would only be like a fiver 
probably the most expensive he had. And I always used to buy my albums from there. And the first album was Iron Maiden, Seven Son of the Seven Son. Oh, I think mine was. I'm thinking. I don't know. I think it'd probably be Clubland, one of those albums. <laughs> Clubland. Clubland. Yeah. Seventy-seven. Clubland. Thirty-two. <laughs> I think I was about. I don't know how old I was. Probably about fifteen, something like that. Was it Clubland or was it This Is Now? No, it's Clubland. Because I remember there was an an album I used to listen to as a kid that had uh, Seal, Kiss From A Rose and that on there. No, this one had the song Lemonade. I don't know if you recognise the song. Lemonade? By Beyonce? (laughs) 2016? No, it's... I'll tell you who it's by. I'll check my... Destiny's... Oh, we're doing all the research today. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, I mean, talking about lemonade. Boy, howdy. So it's by doing, yeah. Internet Money. <laughs> Internet oh. Money? What? Uh, Featuring okay. Don Tolliver, Gunner, and Nav. Maybe. Intriguing. I don't know, actually. Never, never heard of it. <laughs> nice. I don't think that is it. Let me check something else. Try and wait Ooh. talk about it while I find it. <laughs> Are any of us into the Beyonce? Um, I mean, I used to listen to Destiny's Child like as a kid growing up, alongside like uh, Spice Girls and freaking. Uh, I think it was Louise Redknapp. Um, okay, I was going to say Atomic Kitten. God no. Oh, that was my brother. Uh, well, that was my brother's secret crush. That one. <laughs> Wait, oh, actually, dear, no. Dear. I actually questioned my brother because it was uh, his music that he was into at the time was um, was it A one with oh, no, uh, no. Justin Timberlake. Oh, okay, okay. When uh, you know it was before Justin Timberlake, but it went solo. Oh. Um, I think it was A one anyway. Um, I don't think I ever really got into. I I didn't get into, uh, get into boy bands. I don't think. Wait, that was it. Oh no, it wasn't A one. It was N Sync. Yeah, that was really. N Sync was what uh, Justin T- uh, Timberlake was into. Jay looks so young. <laughs> I feel like I really should have known that. Um, <laughs> but like, it was stuff like that that my brother was into um, while I was, uh, you know. See, so the routine used to be getting up in the morning, right? It, my brother was on the top bunk and he always used to dive out of the bed as soon as the alarm went off right didn't even get a chance to actually turn the alarm off he left that to me <laughs> dived out of his bed jumped into the bathroom right had a shower got washed came back into the bedroom because obviously he didn't want to listen to my music right granted fair enough my music's not of everybody else's you know mm-hmm. I was listening to, um, it was an album that was given to us by my cousin it was a uh, crit- uh, um, a Cradle of Filth album um, and I just wanted to listen to that but my brother always used to put his music on beforehand but if I tried to change my music when he went downstairs for his breakfast and that, he would complain and to the point that my dad would wake up and turn on and say put it back on because he wanted mm-hmm. to listen to like A1 or NSYNC or whatever it was like, the, the, the boy bands he had at that time you know what I mean mm. oh, and I'm wow. like Oh, and he was into Britney Spears as well. <laughs> I, that, that was to be assumed at that stage. I was more you know. into like S Club Juniors and S Club Seven. <gasps> oh, okay, S Club Seven and uh, oh. Steps. I feel like I didn't get into uh, into Steps enough. 
Steps was the one that did tragedy, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Right. For me, like I associated all that with primary school. I, In, is that? I'm <laughs> is assuming that S Club Seven was the one that um, Hara, uh, oh my god, Hannah Spirit was in. Yeah, Hannah Spirit. Uh, I actually Kima met. Her, I actually met her in real life. You know, oh. Hannah Spirit. Um, the uh, me and Colin went to a Comic Con in New, uh, Newcastle, like our hometown. In um, you've heard of the Metro Arena, haven't you? Yeah, believe so. Um, it I, I, it was a Metro Arena at the time, but then they changed it to the Telly West Arena. Or the vice versa, I can't remember. Well, that's where it was based at the time. And uh, we actually went there, and I actually met um, the guy that played Darth Vader. Not <laughs> not the not the big black guy, but the um, not the guy that did the Mufasa voice. Oh, okay, okay. Right, but the right, actual the one who played Anakin. <laughs> no, the one that actually played Darth Vader. See, it was the actor that played Darth Vader, but then there was also the. Um, the voice of Darth gotcha. Vader. Oh, okay. Um, so the for, body actor. Yeah, I met the body actor, and I think um, I met a guy that actually played one of uh, the Predators. Oh, wow. and my God, that dude was like nearly eight foot tall. Oh yeah, needs must. Um, and uh, mm. Hannah Spirit was there. <laughs> just completely and, dwarfed by these giant men. Oh, right, out of all of them, right, out of all of them, right, hmm. that was there that day, right, the one that stood out the most that made me laugh was the actor that played R2-D2 was there. <laughs> Wait a minute, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean the actor? Right, hold on. Um... Yeah, there's no actor, is it? It's just a robot, isn't it, right? I feel like we're about to get schooled. A, a, a person cannot fit inside of R2-D2. The Surely. actor that actually played R2-D2 was Kenny Baker. What? Ken, wait. Kenny I've Baker. I've got to see this. I thought, you, I thought you said Kevin Bacon for a second. I was like, No, what? Kenny Baker. He's actually a dwarf. <laughs> He's also oh, an English uh, actor. I honestly thought it was just a robot with a remote control. I guess R2-D2 is marginally bigger than I thought but <laughs> why wouldn't they just one what, what uh, it... <laughs> alright C-3PO that was just there, what I was saying I think is. he had like a wired problem yeah C-3PO over there <laughs> um, and... yeah R2-D2 actually comes up to people's waists okay <laughs> not just that though right it was obviously Darth Vader uh, the, the, the body actor um, Kenny Baker was there the guy that played mm. one of the Predators was there one of the guys that was in uh, the the alien suit was there uh, mm. Hannah Spirit was there for the next season <laughs> of uh, Primeval Okay, that makes sense. I was wondering why a member of S Club Seven was just there. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> she, when when S Club Seven disbanded, she went into acting and she went to Primeval. I think she did it like about three or four seasons or something like that. Probably a bit oh, longer. Wow. I liked Primeval; was pretty good. Um, then there was a few of the um, Game of Thrones actors as well. Oh, of course, of course. My goodness. And, no and believe it or not, when I was there, they were actually talking about season two. What was to be? Yes. What was to come up in season two? So, and, and, and do, do you know what it was? What 
It was the, the spirit. No, it was the guys, uh, guys from uh, the Night's Watch. <laughs> oh, oh well. So I found out the no. song I was on about earlier. Alexandra Stan. Bloody she was on Eurodance Club Lounge. Not ringing any bells, personally. No, no. When did that song? It's interesting the type of music that we've listened to. You know what I mean? I've gone from listening to like eighties rock, like or what I considered eighties rock. Mm. Mm. Or probably sooner, than, like earlier than that, you know. What I mean, it's like how old my dad was, you know. He listened to that sort of stuff growing up, you know. And it's like, ah, I listened to it, and it's like, okay. And then I went from that to like listening to heavy metal music, then I dialed it down a bit and started listening to like a bit of pop here and there. But then I, I turned and went to classic, to like oh, Mozart, Beethoven, you know what mm. I mean. Can't relate. Any, uh, that anything that actually stood out to me, but that was because of me nan. Uh, me nan, I used to listen to um, is it Classic FM? I think it was, mm. which is a radio station, and I used to listen uh, listen to that uh, listen to that whenever I used to like go over and see her or with the family, or I stayed over there as myself to help her out. Um, but then I went from that to like. Eminem, obviously, yeah. you know everybody had the it's Eminem a stage. Progression. I know. like a few of Eminem's songs. I don't like rap. I mean, Eminem, of course, stands for um, Mozart and Marla. <laughs> Marshall Mathers. Well, I was just about mm-hmm. to say that. What? What it is. Who's that? That's but, Eminem's real name. I know, but at the same time, who? Mm. But you know, then went from that to like back into rock music you know like to listen to like uh, Creed Stained uh, P.O.D you know um, like all of that sort of stuff like growing up you know there's like a load of them like Alien Ant Farm what's that? Alien Ant Farm was like a rock version of Smooth Criminal Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal oh okay Um, it was like they are them uh, quite a few bands um, Papa Roach uh, was a, a band um, me and Colin actually went to see them live uh, once as well oh that's something uh, What kind, uh, how many concerts have you all been to? Um, no. I've been to one download gig I've been hmm. to see Disturbed once. I've been to see. Oh, nice! Uh, been to see um, Cradle of Filth once, but hmm. that bored the hell out of us. No, oh. everybody's like headband on the way and blah blah blah, and say like, you know what it is. Yes, it's all good. Listen to the music; it's got some feeling behind it and stuff like that. But hmm. seeing it live in person, I just I, I I nearly fell asleep. I was that bored. What? Oh my. God. Uh, compared to Papa Roach, I mean, they might not have been like fantastic for singing anything like that, right? But the energy that they brought to the stage, the way that the lead singer actually interacted with the crowd, you know, mm. he would point at, member, at members of the crowd and he would smile at them, wave at them, give them the thumbs up, and then he would explain how Papa Roach became Papa Roach. Mm. You know, the energy that he brings to the stage, it's just so energetic. You don't care if he sings really good or not. It's that fiery energy that he brought with him. But with Cradle of Filth, it was like, 
okay, you're doing this, you're screaming down the mic, blah, blah, blah. I can barely understand what you're saying because it's live. And the fact that I've got the bassist standing there looking at us as if he's going to chew my head off. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm stood there, arms crossed, head against the wall, listening, bored out my mind. Oh, no. It happens, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I feel like that's such a big thing. That's such a great opportunity to, like, give uh, the audience an insight into what the actual songs mean. Because for, for a lot of time, they'll, like... They'll be listening to these songs for years and not have that kind of insight. Oh, and then yeah, to just yeah. To be fed it, to be, like, spoon-fed it after, like, years of not knowing, it can be, like, such a massive brainwave having everything finally, finally click together. Yeah. I mean, listening to a band and experience them live, it's like a, it's like a real game-changer. It's like a, uh, I'd imagine it would be a religious experience. Well, I was just going to see N-Dubs one day. I bought the tickets. And then... N-Dub. That's yeah. with uh, Dabby and uh, Talisa, Talisa, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I bought the tickets. This was years ago. I think I was about eight, eight, 17, 18. Yeah. And then one of my housemates actually stole the tickets from me. Oh, so I never oh, actually fuck. got to go and see them. So I've never been to any of these, you know. Any. Believe it or not, betrayed. I was. I, actually, I actually enjoyed N Dubs. Yeah, me too. Actually, not like, the fact that the the music and stuff like that. It was the history behind them. I just think Dappy's mm. sexy. And Dappy and uh, Talisa are actually related. Yeah. And the guy, uh, that other guy that was in yeah, he was their best friend. Yeah, I just think Dappy's sexy as fuck, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> oh the reason God. why that they went the way they did, right, is obviously the music that they had and stuff like that. You know the song number one? Mm-hmm. That was actually about his dad. Yeah, he also did the Papa Can You Hear Me. I like that song. Yeah, Papa Can You Hear Me, right? But the reason behind that for was because while he was recording and stuff like that, his dad actually passed away. No, I know. And he actually found his dad... Uh, found his dad dead you know what I mean yeah it, it says it in like, the song it, it wasn't just the fact that it was in the song it was the fact that they were also um, it, they did a bio about it as well and I read the book and I was like that's actually really heart wrenching the way that shit went for the for them all after that oh, but, I was just more happy that they uh, Dappy got exposed to be honest with you yeah <laughs> but at the end of the day they did successful they could have went one of two ways after that he could have went downhill he could have actually like destroyed his life but mm. he didn't no he did they did well so I mean look at Talisa she went from the, the band to actually into X Factor as yeah, one of the she, judge panels she also did like a, I think an, a few songs of her own yeah solo songs yeah yeah, they didn't really take off as well as you'd think they the would. Reason, the reason why it went downhill for her is because um, of all of the, the shit that she was getting in the first place and the fact that she had panic attacks a lot. Yeah. And she suffered with asthma as well. And she just couldn't keep up with it. Hmm. So... What about you, Egg? Yeah, I last year... What a year that was. Um, I actually had tickets uh, to go to my first ever concert. And it, it would have been in February, like a month before uh, we went into lockdown. Oh. Uh, but 
yeah, I was, I was going to see Lana Del Rey uh, to uh, where she was going to be performing her best album yet, uh, <laughs> and uh, still uh, to this I'll day, actually. Figure out who she is. You don't know who Lana um, Del Rey is. She's the queen of sadness. Mm, summertime sadness, video games, down on the west coast. Indeed, I love that song. It's so overplayed. <laughs> it is, but um, uh, I have got no idea. But, I mean, did she sing something about blue jeans or something? Yes, yes, she did. And did she have uh, a video where she had like a tiger in it? Yes, that's Born to Die. That's the one. Mm. Where she's a blonde. Oh my god, can you imagine? She's actually gone back to being a blonde in her most recent album. But enough about that. I was meant to go see her in February. But she she actually uh, got ahead of the crowd because um, she uh, she was halfway through her world tour for her uh, Norman Hecking Rockwell tour. Uh, the uh, the H word there is uh, replaced by the F word. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was not to be for she started having throat problems and wasn't able to finish her tour uh, through the European leg. So I just went over to Manchester with my friend Cheryl. <laughs> uh, and uh, we just enjoyed uh, whatever we could of Manchester uh, a month before lockdown absolutely uh, started tearing this country asunder. Uh, so my concert experience was looking at the venue and uh, seeing a sign that said, sorry, that the, uh, <laughs> that the performance will not be happening today. Uh, <laughs> but we made the best of it. We, we went to Manchester anyway, and we made the best of it, goddammit. Mm. And we had some lovely uh, bubble uh, iced tea. That's what that's what friendship is. Yeah. So yeah, that was the time I almost went to a concert. <laughs> God, I mean, you that was the time I, I that was the time I almost felt happy. It's a bit shit, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. But at the end of the day, we can't prevent shit from like happening like that, can we? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, what is your most recent? Uh, music you listen to that's been like that's stuck to you that you go back to I guess what we could have done is uh, look through our Spotify or whatever service we had and uh, checked out the last things we just listened to I'm currently on a Taylor Swift binge I'm currently on just a Love Yourself album I always chop and change between uh, albums and stuff like that. If I'm in the mood just to listen to instrumentals and stuff like that, I'll listen to something called Two Steps From Hell. Oh, famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which are used for... Uh, the. You, you might not have heard of Two Steps From Hell, but I guarantee you'll have listened to mm. a piece of their music in a movie mm-hmm. because the, they actually cover games and movies oh. music-wise. Um, Very dramatic cinematic. Well, I go all over me. I'm the same. Um, I, just... I also listen to one song from Peyton Parish. Um, it's called "My Mother Told Me." Mm, um, I don't think I know it. It's kind of like uh, related to uh, Vikings and shit. Mm. Um, but I I'm listening to a band called Smash Into Pieces, which is a. I thought it was going to be like a heavy rock band, but it's not. You know, and there's like a few songs in there that actually make me like sit and think, hmm, okay, fair enough. Hmm. You know, it's quite, it's quite interesting how like you know you listen to music over the years, 
and you sit there and you think that didn't have an impact on me but why is this having an impact on me they're very similar to mm. this band but yet this band's hitting us harder than the other you know it's like, well, why, why does music do that I just you know? like how meaningful a song <clears throat> is you know whether it's to the person or I mean, to yourself I have never listened to music and actually cried I have <gasps> I've, I've only done that with one song, I think. I have I'm, never done that with music and cried about it. I've always like, listened to it and I thought, yeah, it's actually got some feeling behind it. I can I, I can relate to this, but I've never been emotional about it. I have. The, yeah, what happened to me is like, do you, uh, did you uh, watch the Matt Smith uh, episode with um, Vincent van Gogh? No. Oh, it's only the most tear-jerking thing ever to really appear in Doctor Who. Yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this song called Vincent by uh, John McClane, uh, which is... Uh, uh, it's it's gentle, um, it's, it's storytelling, it's somber, it's sweet, and it's bitter, and it's like... At one point, it was kind of like late at night, and I was like, you know what? Stick it on. It's a wonderful little ditty. Uh, I remember someone playing it at Folk Society, and it was uh, it was very cute. Um, and so I, I just popped it on, and then I just like I just really listened to it, and just took in all the words, and I I didn't start bawling, but like I, for the most part, when I cry, it's like a single solitary tear. There were at least two. There were there were at least two going on. Just from listening to the song, when he says, and just kind of associating it with it with uh, the Doctor Who episode, and ooh, ooh, it got to me. When he says it was two, uh, two day teardrops, right? Uh, what he thinks is teardrops would have been like taps opening. <laughs> yeah, you know, his his bed was soaking, his floor was soaking, the whole room filled up with water. <laughs> it was all, it was almost, almost like that second. Is it the second uh, trip to Narnia? No, it's Prince Caspian. The third one, sorry, yeah. where like the whole room fills uh, up and they're like they're in the sea mm. and it's that and the other. That's that, one drop, right? That's <laughs> one drop, no, yeah. that that's two drops. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. It's uh, one drop, and then the second one is like, and then they actually end up in Narnia, surrounded by an ocean. That's uh, that's the second. So my song would be Christina Aguilera. Say something. Mm. Uh, I don't think uh, she's not sure as a guest. Yeah. I don't think she's a guest yet to say anything, mate. Sorry. <laughs> no, but <laughs> oh that, that song. Christina. Hi, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Christina. <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Unless, unless she's like uh, your secret guest. <laughs> no, but that song, I listened to it the other day and I started to cry and I was just like, oh, God. But that is probably one for me. I just think the, the music of it, the video is just, it's really sweet and I like, I just, See, I, think I like justice. I like music that actually has a story to it. Yeah, ah. same. Not like this. I mean, don't get us wrong, right? People are like into their own music, each to their own. As uh, you know, mm. I, you listen to what you listen to, whatever makes you laugh. You know what I mean? Freaking new monkey and freaking after dark and all that sort of stuff. It's just noise. It's just dun 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 constantly. You know, but. Then you've got other music, like rock music, classic, and all that sort of stuff. But then those that actually put feeling into it, their, their emotions that tell stories about their lives. Mm. You Lyrical I mean? content. Yeah. That's the stuff that I look for. Well, that's you know? definitely one of them, that song. 
You know, the amount yeah, of feels that that does yeah. for you. God, I think the last, last time I actually night. listened to anything of Christina, Christina Aguilera was back when she was a kid. I'm a genie mm. in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, it was around about it's, the same uh, time as Britney Spears. That's you can rub her the wrong <laughs> way. Exactly. You know. I mean, for a while, I I thought like that song wasn't even my Christina Aguilera. I thought it probably was like Britney Spears. Or <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. So then finding it, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> it was. It was. It was when she was like in a early late pop phase. Yeah. I mean, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Red, uh, Louise Redknapp. Um, Pink. Uh, uh, no, pink wasn't around at that point. No. Um. Oh God, I've just had it. Billy Piper. Oh, she was in Doctor Who. Uh, she was in for the famously. Like, she was in the like two seasons, disappeared, I and then came back at the end of season three. Yeah, I used to love her uh, her songs back in the day. And then she came back again during uh, Catherine Tate episode. And oh, then I love once Catherine again. Tate during the John Hurt but that's section. what I mean she was in season 1 season 2 then she disappeared at the end of season 2 um, came back midway through uh, season 3 hmm. wasn't she like married to someone like very old and she was very young sugar daddy <laughs> um, but we're getting off the topic of uh, music a little bit <laughs> yeah so yesterday I just uh, I, I properly had a proper listen to uh, The Man Who Can't Be Moved by the script I think oh yeah and like a the entire script. time I thought it was I thought it was just another song but then like actually listening to the lyrics of it Oi. oh my god that's a bit of storytelling that was a good is song is that the one uh, where he's actually sat in the street corner hmm I haven't seen the music video. I for think one. so. Yeah. Is that the one where he's, he's walking in the snow? Because he's uh yeah like for years upon years or whatever. Waiting for uh, waiting like for this on. waiting for yeah. this person to come back and stuff Special like that and just. Someone. But like the chord sequence just keeps on making me think it's going to break it too, and she will be loved. <laughs> but because it goes like there's a not every day in the pouring right now that is Maroon Five actually. <laughs> Did a man with a broken smile something but it for me script uh, were, I, I liked uh, the third album I think it was things called Hashtag 3 well, I don't know um, that had um, uh, We Can Be Champions I don't think I know that one. It's it's called Champions. It was the one that he actually did with uh, Will I Am. Uh, We can be champions. We can be something. Uh, Was it? We can be champions. We can be kings, I think. Something like that. We can be King (laughs) Kong banging on his chest. Oh, Oh, yeah. I know what song you're about. (laughs) We can win the war. <laughs> we, we can go straight to heaven and banging on his door. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those ones. Yeah, I know what song you're mm. about. Sounds like they were. Be pre- back to uh, say, like... As they're going through it, and that, as they get to the main part and say, uh, be, uh, be teachers, be preachers, be. Uh, Prepared, isn't it? Uh, be, be, be teachers, be preachers, be uh, politicians, and all that sort of stuff. 
Mm. But it was a good song. And that album, though, was actually really good because um, Shout was mentioning about like his family members. I can't remember if it was his mum or his dad or both of them. Because in one of the songs he turned on says, um, now I've actually something along like I've uh, I've sang a song and um, take these words, put them down on paper, and let's blow the uh, blow the the roof off this stage or something like that. Hmm. Um, so, but it's actually really good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'll, I guess we'll uh, we'll have a bunch of suggestions uh, for each other uh, after this episode's done as well. Um, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be sending you my list of uh, Lana Del Rey songs in order of sadness. Oh, I've already God. heard from her, so I don't need to hear from her again. Sad. I like summertime sadness. It's one of my. I used to like it. So. Uh, uh, there's just so much better <laughs> out there. That's Especially just... when it just it just got remixed to all heck, and it was. Wait, didn't she just sing with uh, Miley Cyrus? And yeah, we don't talk. We try not to talk about "Don't Call Me Angel." Uh, Ariana Grande as well. I like that song. Um, uh, I it, look at the end of the day. It's not our fault. They came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> because they're just so needy and greedy for love. Yeah, but it's a good tune. It's, it's a bop. What For is me. going on with Miley? Uh, what is going on with Miley Cyrus though? She's having a bit of a blondie moment, I suppose. She wants to go a little bit rock and roll. She's gone from like Hannah Montana. Yeah. Mm. Then she's gone into the music industry, right? She's yeah, had a pop, like yeah. a pop stage. Then she's had a like yeah. I don't give a crap stage. Then she's like fuck yeah. the world stage. Then she's gone. Then she went down the Dolly Parton stage. Yeah, I returned to her roots. She is country anyway, though, isn't she? Yeah. She's but then she's gone, uh, she went off the rails again. Yeah. You well, know. In, in, a, in a Sharon Stone kind of way, maybe. Well, as she sees it, Miley, uh, Hannah Montana, it was just, you know, her being a kid. She just wanted to break was, free from it all, you know? Yeah, it was kind of forced onto her. Yeah. Because she, mm. she was all under contract, so she couldn't really do anything that departed from the Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus vibe mm. she couldn't be herself because she went so from that into like just took that to movies now, didn't she? yeah but I like her oh, the way she? she is now like I like the mullet mm. I think it really suits her she's finding herself quite she nicely is. I'd say and she's loved being single you know mm. yeah was she's... it Liam's, Liam Hemsworth that she was meant to be uh, she was married to but then that fell apart no they got married they got back to him got married and then uh, now they're oh, over what? now they're over <laughs> oh um, yeah um, I think she's what a time do you know Taylor Monson no no right you will know this Person. You will, right. you will, right? As soon as I mention the words, okay, the Grinch. Which part? Okay, the little girl. Okay, what's okay. her name again? Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou, who or whatever you call it. Yeah, Cindy Lou. Do you know that that actress, right, Taylor Monson, actually went from that to becoming a singer? in a metal band well a rock band called The Pretty Reckless I've uh, I, I've heard bigger transitions kind of from the way she looks on the Grinch come on you, you could see it easily 
Well, believe it or not, she's all freaking gothic and messed up at the minute. Yeah, <laughs> that movie would mess you up. Come on, looking at a green fluffy man that steals Christmas. Come on, what wouldn't fuck you up? <laughs> a green fluffy <laughs> man? You mean Jim Carrey? Yeah, the Grinch. There's nothing wrong with Jim Carrey, right? I know there isn't. I I love oh Jim God. Carrey. I really do. But you know, if you're gonna stare up at a man dressed in a green fluffy suit, stealing your Christmas presents, you know, it's gonna traumatize you. Mm. Mm. It may it may make you want to join a metal band. You never know. Exactly. Possibly. With that though, do you think we should wrap it up? I mean, have we got anything else to add to it? No, I think we've done quite well. To be honest. I think we, we were able to break out into the Grinch a little bit, and uh, that's uh, <laughs> it's usually, usually a good marker uh, for when we need to stop before we start uh, talking on the Christmas crap. section of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Before we actually start, uh, start talking crap. <laughs> Probably, and then we'll just go off topic completely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with all of that being said, thank you so much for joining us on this mm, gently disjointed, but very much uh, staying true to form episode of uh, 4G Shaw. Well, you got you got some facts. Sorry, yeah. sorry. You got some facts about different like singers and the and stuff like that. So it's like a bit factual as well as like, you know, our choices of stuff. <laughs> it was like we were writing a little journal, honestly, about like our dear diary. Just a, a, a little bit of a little bit about the music <laughs> industry as well, rather than just um just staying true entirely to music yeah, which I think it's... is better than uh, us talking about our favourite Gilgameshian hymns uh, <laughs> or what have we uh, but with all of that being said thank you so much everyone for joining us on today's episode of 4G Shaw with only 3Gs this time round but we're going to change that we promise we promise okay alright with all of that thank you very much have a lovely day everyone We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye and surf's up. Flying high to the clouds. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye.